Are you interested in equity research? Are you looking to build a career in this field? This is exactly what we're going to get into in this episode of the Zista Podcast. Welcome to the Zista Podcast, where we invite industry leaders and academicians to answer questions that students have within a specific subject area. And our focus area today is equity research. Joining me today is Jitendra Gohil. He's currently the director. Uh, he's a director and he's also the head of equity research and wealth management at Credit Suisse. He has over 20 years of experience, worked with some fantastic brands like the Bombay Stock Exchange, Bank of America and Credit Suisse. And he is an absolute subject matter expert. He's quoted very often uh, in some of the top business dailies and he has appeared on television several times on ET Now and CNBC. So, welcome to the show, Jitu. <laughs> Hi, Amit. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Um, thank you for making time in your schedule. Really appreciate it. Uh, you know, this is something I know you're deeply passionate about. Uh, you've built a successful career in this line, and I think there's no one better than you to guide students in this particular uh, subject matter. So, let me ask you this, you know. Uh, a lot of students may be thinking about building a career in equity research. Uh, but the question is, is it lucrative? And what really is the potential in the next five to 10 years? I would certainly, I think uh, India is a growing economy. We are just uh, $2,200 per capita and just close to 3 trillion economy. And in the next 10 years, if you're going to grow to 7 to 10 trillion economy, definitely equity as an asset class will attract a lot of uh, money. Currently in India, most of the money is parked uh, mainly in gold and uh, in real estate. Uh, and I think the financialization of saving is a new theme. Uh, it's still at a very nascent stage. We still are seeing significant a number of accounts are being opened. So it's a structural theme. And I feel over the next five to 10 years, we'll see dramatic improvement in the overall liquidity in the market. So if the equity market continues to grow, more and money flows into mutual funds in uh, financial assets, then I think research, uh, especially the equity research, uh, will see a dramatic improvement in, uh, uh, in in terms of career opportunities. Okay, so thanks for clarifying that. It, it does appear that yes, over the next five to 10 year horizon, there's definitely scope for growth. And I think the industry needs qualified professionals, people who know what they're doing, are passionate about uh, the stock exchange, everything, all things equity. <laughs> and yeah, the future is bright. But one thing that's on my mind and would also be on the mind of some students is how is AI impacting this entire game? Will it eat up jobs? Will it, you know, uh, impact this line significantly? What's your view there? See, I mean, I think AI is going to disrupt uh, most of the industries and uh, we still don't know how it is going to impact uh, equity research as such. But uh, as an analyst, uh, if I look at uh, AI, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at companies that they, they are using AI and they are benefiting uh, uh, in terms of curtailing their cost. Uh, but if I look at uh, equity stock market, definitely AI is going to be disruptor for traders. Uh, we have already seen that uh, on a daily trading basis or option tra traders, uh, uh, you know, a large order execution. That side, I think AI has already started to disrupt or, or, or uh, to improve uh, the execution capabilities uh, and trading capabilities. 
But when it comes to research, research is a very specific subject where human mind is uh, and human views are actually implemented. Uh, AI can disrupt over the next uh, five to ten years. We are not sure, but as of now, we haven't seen any major dent happening on the research platform. But uh, some of the research analysts might want to use AI for their better functioning, and that's where I think it could be a kind of an enabler uh, for research rather than a disruptor for research uh, as a profile. Interesting. You know, I've been talking to people across different sectors and industries, and this is a theme that I see reoccurring, which is that AI is going to be an enabler. It's going to help us do our jobs better and not really take our job away. So what we do, we can actually do it better with AI tools, and there's no real reason for us to worry. And the space is evolving so fast, so it's really too uh, premature to say with absolute confidence what will happen in the 10-year horizon. But uh, definitely, you could expect algorithms to play a role in doing a lot of analysis. But at the end of the day, this is a lucrative job, needs qualified professionals, and uh, you know this is something that students should definitely be looking at. So uh, what I wanted to ask you, Jitendra, is to also cover a little bit about the roles and career paths that students can explore in equity research. So Amir, I think uh, let me just uh, you know uh, explain you what exactly uh, the equity research is and what sure. are the other research profile which are associated with equity research. Sure. So let me focus on let's say equity research. Now, equity research is nothing but uh, you know valuing a company and giving a price target, uh, doing all the top-down industry analysis. Uh, then looking at the potential of a company and whether that will be a good investment uh, from a three months perspective to almost three year or 10 year perspective, right? So there are different types of research that uh, and different types of investors are there and they do their own research. But uh, as an equity research professional, in a very narrow sense, it's something to do with valuations, right? So uh, one has to be very, very uh, uh, sure about uh, the cash flow analysis and how to value a company. The second aspect of uh, equity research is that, look, you have done your research and now you also want to know where the macroeconomic fundamentals are moving. So you know the company, but sometimes uh, companies are also, uh, project uh, their, their uh, operating performance is also impacted by macro. So other part of research could be, let's say, macro research analyst, where the economics degree or probably a person who understands uh, economic fundamentals are mostly preferred. So one is equity research, but that that also uh, needs to be, uh, uh, you know, looked at from a macro perspective. And hence, uh, some of the economist or economic research team, uh, you know, that also comes into a research perspective. The third angle is that you have done all the research, but let's say you are in a mutual fund. The fund wants to buy, a, uh, you know, uh, some some good, uh, uh, let's say, an FMCG company. Now, there are tens to 20 companies. Now, which stocks to pick? So, this uh, is called as a buy-side research where uh, he will actually evaluate all the research houses. They come out with their own research note. And the buy-side analyst will uh, probably pick one or two companies out of these uh, you know, companies. So, it's a sell-side research which does very in-depth analysis. But the buy-side research will read those research reports, do his own analysis and buy stocks. So, that's called a buy-side research. Now, coming to the... Other, you know, diluted form of research, I would say that there is derivatives research which might uh, pick up. There is a technical analysis research uh, where you look at charts and graphs and not doing any fundamental, 
but looking at graphs, charts, the volume projections and how the price movement uh, is and you come out with uh, your research on the technical side. So it's a vast subject, right? From macro research uh, to uh, you know company-specific research, fundamental research, technical research, and lastly, not to forget a strategist, right? So strategist's role is whether I want to buy, uh, let's say, IT sector today or whether I want to buy a banking sector, right? So he will evaluate, uh, you know, the uh, or uh, you know, he will evaluate the entire uh, parameters, uh, right, from earnings to macro backdrop valuations, and then the strategist uh, will say that okay, I favor this sector over other sectors. So it's an evolving sector, but. A person wants to start, he starts as a data miner, right? He starts with a kind of analyst who crunch data, whether it's a macro research so example in fiscal deficits or, uh, uh, you know, revenue projections of the government. And if you're at a very entry level equity research, probably you will have to do a lot of, uh, you know, modeling in Excel, right? So you have to uh, build models from scratch uh, and then slowly as you grow, you move from a company research uh, analyst to a sector analyst to uh, a kind of a strategist overall head of research. So it's an evolving process. Now in this entire uh, research uh, field, where you fit in, uh, that's a, a evolving path and that the student has to uh, decide. Right. So it's good to have an end goal in mind, but also remember that you need to start uh, with the basics, work your way up, and I, I would imagine it involves a lot of understanding of balance sheets, uh, reading between the lines, I would say, uh, doing a lot of reading uh, and being passionate about this, right? Because if you don't have passion, how, how do you keep going? I mean, when I look at you, you've, you've built such a successful career in this line. And I'm sure in the course of your career, uh, you would have faced your own challenges. You would have faced your own frustrations, if I can say. And I, I wanted to ask you, how did you keep yourself going? I think yeah, very interesting question. So first is the passion because this uh, field is is actually uh, going to take uh, at least ten to twelve hours a day in the initial basis, right? So research analyst, uh, you know, mind has to be always on, uh, you know, running, right? So basically, uh, right from what is happening around you, political, uh, you know, uh, analysis, then macro analysis to sector analysis, stock analysis, it's a lot of input which comes to you. And then you have to crunch these numbers uh, and then form your opinion. Uh, so initially it was very uh, challenging, but unless you have passion, I would say this sector needs a lot of patience uh, and a passion. So uh, if you really want to get into this field, you have to be really passionate about economics. You have to be really passionate about reading. Uh, you have to really give time uh, to be a good analyst. It's not a, a kind of a year or two years. You need at least five to seven years of uh, toiling to come to this level of uh, analysis. Since you have spoken about my career, I think, uh, you know, almost 20 years I've been in this field. Initially, I started my career uh, as a sales uh, or relationship manager. But then I got attracted towards the field of research. Uh, you know, I like to read about companies, take calls on markets. Uh, so I thought, uh, you know, let me do my CFA and I completed my CFA and slowly I started, uh, uh, you know, in an outsourcing division just to start as a model, uh, just build models uh, uh, for the companies, then value, and then started to write reports and today where I am. So it's a journey. Uh, one has to be really, really passionate about uh, stock markets, uh, economy, macro, even politics. 
and the new field which is coming is forensic now because a uh, lot of management uh, uh, say something and what happens to the stock price we know so it's a fiduciary responsibility also to do all your due diligence uh, so that is also very important so i think uh, it's a it's a very patient kind of a journey uh, but it's rewarding at the end all right so it may be hard work but it's rewarding and if it's something that you enjoy i'm sure it'll flow a lot easier right um and i think you did a good job in trying to cover the different uh, facets that are there so when you think of equity research one would imagine that you're just studying a specific script or a specific stock but as you rightfully explained there's so much more to it right you know from macro to sector specific research to studying different uh, stocks and also looking at the larger picture connecting the lines all really interesting stuff i wanted to ask you a question uh you let's say you start your career in equity research and you know a couple of years later you feel that you want to explore other options is it that once you commit to equity research you should only stick in that line or do you feel that once you've started with equity research you could also explore related you know areas can you tell us a little bit about that yeah it's a progress i i think it, it, the the field is so vast that let's say if i i just uh, you know cover the cement sector uh, okay. you know for 3 years 4 years and then i can easily move to infrastructure uh, obviously the the fundamentals are very different but these are these are all related uh, sectors at the housing or real estate i can start covering uh, right so uh, slowly and uh, gradually the person who covers one sector may start to take additional responsibility as he becomes uh you uh, know more comfortable uh, and he becomes more uh, you know faster in his analysis right uh, the other thing is that if you are on the sell side which writes uh, really long reports and does lot of in depth analysis after that you feel you know 10 years 15 years down the line i want to move to the buy side research uh, right so you can actually move to the buy side research which nothing but let's say a long shot fund or uh, 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 you know uh, any mutual fund and now a lot of the investors uh, you know they are looking out for an analyst uh, who has 15 years of experience let's say in pharma or defense like uh, a drone startup investor wants to know what is happening in the defense sector so a person who has been covering let's say capital goods defense for the past 15 years will be preferred person uh, so all the pre investors may start to you know, look at these investors then you also have the investment banking it's a private site uh, but let's say if a company wants to uh, you know come out with an ipo right so it's a, it's a different uh, investment banking uh, kind of a research so it's it's a vast uh, field where uh, you know a sell side uh, analyst may move to a buy side analyst uh, you know moving from a research house to a, a mutual fund house right moving from a research house to a pe uh, pe fund right so uh, definitely if you are getting bored with doing what you do uh you can obviously uh, move to different uh, side of the business all right i think that's pretty interesting and uh now i think uh, if i can go back in life i would maybe consider equity research because it's it's a lucrative career and it it's vast in itself there are different areas within that and if i don't think i'm making it in a particular part of it i could actually switch lines and explore other lines which are related it's not that my effort my time my skills have gone waste in fact i can redeploy them and reutilize them to do something related so let me ask you coming back to equity research uh what are some of the courses i mean in terms of a qualification what what a student need are there any resources they can refer to if they want to succeed in this line 
see the basic uh, uh, you know understanding of uh, uh, you know financial statement analysis so a person who wants to get into this field should be well versed with uh, accounting uh, you know how the balance sheets uh, to be uh, you know like balance sheets or income statements we see that non finance people like iits are also it is uh, free so if you can just have a kind of a, a logical analysis of balance sheet and cash flows i think that should be the starting second uh, uh, thing would be you should be able to write well right so research or report uh, writing is also an art and skill but i think you will develop over a period of time writing comes little later in the career like after you started understanding the basic modeling of financial modeling uh, uh, then you come out with a target you think that this stock is overvalued undervalued but communicate that view to your audience in a in a best possible manner uh, that is also very important so some of the successful research analysts are not just a person who gives uh, good advice and targets but also who can communicate and present their views uh, because uh, you know people interact with you they have less time in that uh, you know small amount that you spend with them uh, you should be able to communicate very uh, very confidently and uh, very with, with all the analysis and data so i would say these are the uh, things that is needed uh, so basically which uh, you know uh, field uh, probably a uh, you know uh, it's a ca or an mba in specializing in finance or you can say cfa which is right really i think that that is uh, uh, going to lift your career if you have these kind of degrees right you you personally you finished an mba in finance and you went on to do your cfa as well right so uh, that's a double qualification that you have in that case yes. right but i think you you were really passionate you wanted to kind of augment your knowledge your skills and i think that's what drove you so i think it's not just enough doing something i think uh, people who are successful if you see they have this ability to go back to uh the to the drawing board become a student all over again have that learning mindset and constantly keep learning right uh, as as a as a director i'm sure you're managing a team and many a times when you're interacting with younger people in your organization there's a there's a little bit of learning that happens even from from the new new people who join so that's really interesting but i i've really enjoyed this conversation jitendra thank you so much for making time in your day walking us through these details and uh, when you were speaking one thing i noticed is that you were just it was an it was just flowed so effortlessly and it's only because you're so passionate about this it's something that you do well and it kind of shows you know so uh, i i've actually tuned to some of your uh, commentaries on on et now and uh, you know it's wonderful to see you with on live television as well so you know just keep up the good work and i think you're doing some a fab job <laughs> in that regard thank you Thank you, Amit. It is always a pleasure uh, to talk to you, and uh, uh, you know uh, I really appreciate uh, students listening to this. And if this is helpful, uh, then uh, uh, you know I'll be very happy. Absolutely, that really is the intent. You know, to help students who may be wondering, should I, shouldn't I? What's in this line? I want to learn a little bit more, and that's what the podcast is actually doing. So, uh, thanks once again. Uh, I Thank hope you. you enjoyed this this show. Uh, you know, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, and if you prefer to catch the audio podcast, you can catch it on Google, Spotify, or Apple. Our handle is Thisista Podcast. Till we meet again, I'd say stay curious. Thank you.